Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford, and I want to welcome you to a special edition of Destination Health. And joining me today, Lauren Hickson from Let's Truck and Danielle Broida from Four Sigmatic. Welcome. Uh, I, I should probably pick one or the other and say welcome so you don't talk over each other. So, uh, <laughs> Danielle, welcome back. Thanks so much. Great to be here. Yeah, great to have you here. And Lauren, hello there. Hello, hello. Glad to be back. And this is a special edition. It's a follow-up from our last show with Danielle when I asked her to take me on as a project. Uh, there's one thing in my health I just haven't been able to figure out on my own. I did decide that now that I'm kind of through the stress protocol thing, I'm going to start focusing on this and I, I need to learn more. But the one area, so that my problem is sleep. I just have not been sleeping good for years and it's affecting everything. Uh, and I know a lot about sleep, but obviously not enough because I haven't been able to fix this yet. And the one area um, that I knew I just didn't know enough about uh, adaptogens and I knew that could be a part of this and probably needed to be a part of this, um, but I, I just couldn't find any good information on it. So, Danielle, it was your book on adaptogens that really kind of gave me this idea that I need to focus on this. I need to learn this and see if this can be a part of getting me back to sleeping right. So, that's why we're here today. You started me on a protocol. I was looking forward to, you know, taking cool new adaptogens and you said, no, not yet. We have to do some other things first. <laughs> so you gave me a Correct. couple things to work on and now we're getting back together and we'll move on to the next step. So I'll kind of get you caught up, you know, where what's been going on last week or so and we can go from there. So um, before I tell you the results, I want to ask if I if I was listening correctly last time. I, I heard what you told me and you sent me the written protocol, which was awesome. I kind of had the feeling that there were some things in between the lines too. And I think you were being nice maybe. So just tell me if, if I'm on the right track here or not. I got the feeling that okay. you were being nice, but you really wanted to tell me slow down and stop overdoing everything. Yep. <laughs> is that is that kind of what you wanted to say? Yeah, that's that's a huge part of it. I think, you know, and we, we got to this a lot in the last session, but you're doing a lot and you're kind of working on overdrive and your body's not giving you the rest it needs. So it's not a sustainable long-term solution, right? If you want to keep doing things, and it's almost like, uh, the sim similar metaphor of like, I want the adaptogens now so I can keep up with the current pace. But <laughs> right. my goal is like, how can you keep up with as much as you can and do that effectively for several decades to come? So that doesn't mean this would pump you up with adaptogens to keep up with something that might not be in your body's best interest, but let's create a sustainable solution so that you can do enough, you know, then, and still get what you want to get done, but over over the long haul, right? Really zooming out. Yeah. Yeah. It, when I went back and looked at the notes and listened to, you know, what you were saying, I thought, I have a feeling she's just trying to tell me just slow down with everything right now. Um, and the yeah. ironic thing was 
the whole time I was developing the stress protocol, the one of the major points was I wanted to make sure you couldn't overdo this. Because I know me. I will overdo almost everything. Yep. I So yep. my goal was design this in a way that stops you from overdoing things and, and, you know, use the metrics, use the body battery. So, you know, where you are. And so I thought that that's what I was doing, but like everything else, I pushed the limits of all of it. And I think, I really think that's what's causing all the problems. You know, there's several things going on. Summertime is bad for me. Um, You know, I'm pretty far up north here so we have really really long days in the summertime and i love that because that just means i can do even more and i do so you know there are days i was out in the garden till nine o'clock at night and it's active you know that that's just too late to be that active when you've already been active all day and i realize that but i think well it's summer you know which and then this year i decided to take up a new sport wing foiling and the whole thing about it is I have to have good wind. So it's just one of those things. There would be a good wind day. I would have no body battery and I'd feel awful. But you know what? I'm going anyway because there's wind and there won't be tomorrow. So and then I've got this project I'm working on. So I realized, you know, I'm just pushing the limits of everything. Yeah, that's a huge realization. Said it, you said it yourself, so I think it's less of less of me telling you something, and hopefully I can be more of a mirror so you can hear yourself and listen to yourself, and I can <laughs> yeah. ask the right questions. So you say, oh, yeah, when I am more active, I don't sleep. When I do less, I sleep better, right? What are these patterns that we can reflect with each other to be like, oh, yeah, how did I not see that myself? Well, that's exactly what happened last week. And, you know, I say, how did I not see it? I kind of knew it. But I think, no, it's different this time because I have this measurement now. You know, I can watch this. And, well, yeah, but it's not perfect. It's not foolproof. You know, just because I have 20 points left on my body battery doesn't mean I should go out and wipe them out today. Uh, But that's kind of, you know, how I was using that thinking I was going to be okay. So that is what happened last week. I think the way you were you know, questioning me. You didn't have to say it. You kind of led me to my own conclusion, which I think works better anyway. I think it sticks better. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah. I appreciate it. And yesterday and, and today was actually a good example. So the other day there was supposed to be some wins. So I had already worked all morning. I had already done the protocol. So I was kind of tired, but there was supposed to be some wins. So I went out and I just pushed it too hard and I pushed too late. And then I just got a horrible night of sleep. It was really bad. And the worst result of it, for some reason, was just horrendous um, muscle pain. Everything was hurting. Uh, There's part of why I couldn't sleep. Everything Mm. was just, you know, it was just uncomfortable. And then the pain was just intense. And I thought, something's wrong. I mean, I shouldn't be having this kind of pain. Um, So, yeah. Yesterday, I just took it really easy. You know, I, I did the show and then that was about it. And I decided I'm actually going to just do the protocol every other day for a while. I, even, you know, and I know there was one in there. I think you actually wanted me to maybe increase the resistance. Um, I just think I'm going to go to every other day on the protocol and, and just stick with that. Great. So yesterday, I just didn't do the Great. protocol at all. I 
did a lot of reading and most of it was just for pure enjoyment. I wasn't studying or working. I was just reading and relaxing. And um, last night I got one of the best nights of sleep I've had in a long time. And uh, my HRV shot way up last night. You know, my average has been around about 47 or 48. It was 57 last night. That's a good sign. Wow. Yeah, that's a good sign. So how many hours? Uh, what's that? How many hours did you sleep last night? Uh, almost six. Right. Yeah, five hours and 50 minutes. I got like 28 minutes of deep and 30 some minutes of REM. Not excellent, but not bad. At least I got a little bit of everything. Uh, and I feel better. And my body battery was the highest it's been in two months this morning. So it's tempting wow. now that I have that body battery to go do a bunch of stuff. But I did my protocol today early. I feel good. My body battery is still way up over 50. And I'm just going to take it easy the rest of the day. I'm just, you know, it's so counterintuitive, though. Those days where I'm just pushing and working hard and I'm, you know, I'm physically exhausted. I think, man, I'm going to sleep good tonight. But it's the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. And then a day where I just yeah. lay around all day and do almost nothing, and I get a better night's sleep. And Kevin, I would say, I would caution that this isn't the, the gold standard that will happen, you know, throughout, throughout time. You're Good. really in extremes right now. <laughs> yeah. Body's yeah, trying I... to find this state of so you've been pushing so hard, you're not getting, now it needs that. It, it's like anything that goes up must come down, right? You're in this like deep restoration refilling phase. So your body's, you're training your body to get this sleep. You've had a debt for a lot of years. And so you're restoring, you're getting that deep night of sleep. Hopefully after, you know, a consistent several weeks, ideally several months of consistent sleep, you then can bring that more activity into your day without it depriving your sleep that night. Right. So we're getting you towards a balance, but right now you're kind of flipping in on both extremes. That's that's not how it will be forever. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's something to look forward to. No so, doubt. So beyond the last two nights, how's your sleep been the last two weeks? You know, I, I was I was seeing really small improvements each night. So I, I was seeing and following this idea, don't push so hard and you know, sometimes I still push hard. You know, I'll say I'm just going to go out and wander around the garden and make sure nothing's, you know, falling apart. And the next thing I know, I'm moving around wheelbarrows and building a rock wall and uh, there's just always something. So <laughs> I just, you know, I, I just need to realize this is working. I can see it. I just need to just go easy on everything. doesn't mean I need to quit, but I just need to really kind of back off on almost everything. Mm -hmm. how, emotionally, how does that make you feel? Um, you know, the, the idea of if you do this right, um, you'll be able to be that active again at some point. And I can see where I went wrong. Um, so, yeah, I know I, I'm already looking forward to being more active again, but that's just me. Um, so in, in a way, it's a little scary, but in a way, it's like, yeah, but you can fix this. You could be this active and still be healthy if you do it right. Patience is the name of the game when we want long-term solutions. So even the fact that you had one good night of sleep in the last two weeks, that's usually uh, faster than we see results. Usually a protocol, it's like, okay, 
six weeks, we might start seeing some improvement. So you're already ahead of the game. Like I said, each day, you know, I'm taking enough measurements and I'm really paying attention that that I can kind of see even minor improvements. And it was like, as soon as I got into my mind, slow down, do less, I could see the even small improvements starting to happen. And then, then I had that really bad night and I'm like, oh, well, but look at what you did. I was pushing it again. I was too active. So... You know, it was encouraging yeah. then yeah. yesterday. I just kind of reset everything. I, you know, when I started working on this protocol and I started finding things that were really, they were really working. I mean, when I measure certain things, I can get results with this. I really kind of actually came on and said, you know, I've been talking about meditation all these years and convincing people to learn how to meditate. And honestly, it doesn't work all that great. It was kind of that way of avoiding stress. You know, meditation was just a way to avoid stress. And when I would do it, but then just go right back to doing everything at a 120 miles an hour, it just wasn't doing much for me. Yeah. And it's hard to learn and it can be frustrating. Yeah. And I thought, sheesh, maybe I'm stressing myself out trying to learn how to meditate. And I wasn't getting real great results for it. But I, I'm going back to it. I, I clearly know there are benefits to meditating. So yesterday I even did uh, did like a good 20-minute meditation yesterday. And so just just slowing down, doing all the things I've been telling other people to do and um, – maybe some new stuff too. That's really helpful. Really awesome to hear. How did you do with uh, some of your protocol? Uh, Really good. Uh, Today was just incredible. I mean, I felt strong through the whole protocol and I was able to push it more than normal. Not a lot. You know, I was able to breathe a little harder, a little faster. I just, there are some days I get down there and it's everything I can do just to get through the motions. You know, today was one of those days where I felt yep. strong, like I could really, really get in a good, effective workout. Awesome. And what about uh, the protocol for me in terms of like breaking up day and night, bringing some magnesium on board, removing some of that blue light? Yes. Uh, I haven't gotten anywhere on removing the blue light yet. Um, nothing other than the the programs for the screen and that kind of stuff. I ain't got a pair of glasses. I'm going to need to get a pair of prescription glasses is what I'm going to need. Um, Cause I just have uh-huh. to wear my glasses all day long. Um, I did work on, you know, moving the protocol earlier, creating kind of a nighttime routine. I did get the magnesium you recommended. Um, so I've been taking awesome. that every day. Uh, so yeah, I, f- for the most part, I've been moving forward great. on all of it, except I haven't done a lot on the blue light. Okay, cool. That's great to hear. So what's next? You know, me, we got to get on to the next all thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So be- before we get to the next thing, I want to ask last week, and I'm not going to tell you what you, you rated this last week as well, but 10 being the most extreme, like the worst it could ever be zero being it's not an issue, where are you at with uh, sleep quality in the past two weeks? Uh, zero, it's not an issue, right? The lower the score, the better I'm sleeping? The lower the lower the score, the better, basically. It doesn't exist anymore for at a zero. Um, I would probably say f- six heading towards five. Cool. Um, so just 
to remind you, last week you were at an eight. Oh. So we're moving in the right direction. <laughs> okay. How would it be if we were at four? Yeah. Six times. Um, I am going to encourage continuing the magnesium for sure, especially these leg, leg cramps coming in, that daily dose. You can even up it to two a day. Um, the type of magnesium in here won't lead to a bowel intolerance, okay. typically, uh, with this magnesium. That's kind of what we're, we're looking out for on a, a too high end. Um, the blue light, yeah, if you can, you know, you might be getting another pair of glasses, but again, if that makes sense and if, you know, it feels in flow, awesome. I think the bigger theme that I'm getting in the last two weeks is you're realizing like, wow, if I can slow down, I can actually do more, right? If I, if I have, if I have less on my agenda today, I sleep better that night and then have more energy the next day. And this is the mentality that I hope to cultivate over several months. So overall, you know, you don't have to fit everything in to (laughs) one day and then you don't sleep and you're exhausted. So you're showing up with less in your tank. It's actually the more we you can slow down, the more you can get done over a longer period of time. Yeah. That's a good point. So Right. Yeah. I I like that. um, I, I also am very proud of you. I will say for, uh, kind of going, taking this protocol that I that I shared with you for what it was, and then also reflecting and saying, "Hey, I I only want to do my protocol every other day. That's huge. Your protocol that you designed, and and seeing and experimenting with how you sleep the days that you do versus don't, or ideally looking at it, you know, in a larger scale vision of when I do my protocol three days a week instead of seven. How is my sleep score? How's my readiness score? How do I feel every day? Before adding on, um, I want to ask if you had any time to explore some flower essences. No, I have not. Cool. Um, totally optional. I'm going to leave it on this protocol as a, as a thing, you know, now that you have more downtime and are doing some enjoyment reading, uh, this could be a fun, a fun place to, to lean into. And I'm not, I don't remember how much I shared on our last session, but um, I do want to introduce uh, actual adaptogens into your into your protocol for the for the coming two weeks. Okay. Um, so yippee! You get to use, <laughs> you get to use these adaptogens. Now you can use that, them always. But with that, that's with exciting. That's exciting. But I'm uh-huh. I'm thinking if mushroom chocolate is a part of this, it's going to be really exciting because I know it's back on the market again. We just <laughs> ordered a whole bunch of it. I know you did. Um, you can you can totally eat, eat mushroom chocolate. That that will be um, in addition. So in, okay. in that mushroom chocolate, you know, there's ten different mushrooms in there. So it's a it's a blend. And what happens when we stack the mushrooms is it has more of the uh, immunomodulating benefits, right? So more of that long term immune support uh, because there's a basically a stacking of the the beta glucans as key modulating. Um, sugars or polysaccharides in the mushroom. So you can eat that and that's kind of like your, just like enjoyment. Cacao is also an adaptogen. There you, you go. You cacao in there. But when, when we talk about like really bringing herbs on board, um, it's, it's a, it's a much stronger dose with fewer ingredients. So, um, and where I want to just tie flower essences back in quickly is Typically with, with clients, I do custom formulas, right? And, and a lot of times what I do is when I'm adding, 
you know, let's say three to seven medicinal herbs or mushrooms. I'll then add a flower essence. And that's really a way to customize it for your specific body and needs. And it really brings in, um, it sounds a little heady and witchy, but it brings in more of the uh, emotional, spiritual component okay. to combine with the physicality of what's going on in the in the herbs, right? That physical formula. Yeah. Like these are constituents. We know what to do in the body. We add the flower essence to kind of synergize it to you. And I talk about bio-individuality a lot. Like everybody's different. And that's why sessions like this are so important because, you know, and especially when we're bringing adaptogens on board because we know what they are generally good for. And it's like matchmaking. Even if Reishi got along with, you know, nine people (laughs) and made nine people feel calm, all of a sudden Reishi might give you a little energy. It's just like meeting other humans, right? These are full complex living beings. you know, the the one thing um, yeah. I've identified since we're talking about sleep and you brought that up, um, and it's so common in sleep formulas, and it does the opposite for me. If I take it, I will not sleep. Uh, valerian root. Valerian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it, it's actually not uncommon. Um, I would say like 70% of people get the calming effect and about 30 feel um, feel more elevated from it. Yeah. So yeah, you're not alone there. I think yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, valerian in your formula. So yeah, I don't want to give you. I'm not. I have a um, kind of a suggest suggested trio that I will um, share with you here shortly. But the goal is not to uh, sedate you. <laughs> right. So right. the goal is not to bring nervines on board. But from from uh, an herbalism lens, we have herbs that relax our nervous system, right? And and it does sound like those might be gentle nervines could be helpful short-term. Um, but even within that nervine category, we have three different levels. So we have kind of like our gentle nervines, which would be things like, you know, some mints or chamomile or lavender. Then we have sedatives, which get into a little bit stronger, like passion flower and skullcap. And then we have what we call hypnotics, which are like, these are really going to knock you out. Hops is one of our strongest hypnotics, believe it or not. If you ever get tired from drinking beer, um, <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, the, the problem is you get tired. You just at, don't sleep good. Absolutely right. So this shifting, we're going to use adaptogens instead of direct nervines, and the reason is rather than directly putting you to sleep, these adaptogens are a better without you know being right here with you and creating a custom formula. These adaptogens kind of take the role of. Uh, herbalist that looks at a body through the lens of bio-individuality where they will be working with your body to deliver um, ideally the state of short-term rest, relaxation, better ability to deal with cortisol so that the next day you wake up with more energy, right? My goal is not to just have you sleep long-term. I know you want to be as vibrant and vital during your days, but the prerequisite to that is allowing your nervous system to rest for, you know, ideally the six hours a night. So with all that said, there are three adaptogens that I am going to suggest not taking them individually, but taking them together. Okay. And there's a couple ways that we can recognize it. Um, these are all within the restoration category of my book. And uh, 
yeah, we can go through them one by one. But the trio sure. to start with, and we could throw other adaptogens or, or I mean, other um, uh, herbs in there as well that are not adaptogens. But the three adaptogens stack to start with is reishi, Ganoderma lucidum, combined with ashwagandha, which is withania somnifera, the Latin name for ashwagandha, second uh, somnifera, that second Latin name actually means uh, restful sleep. Okay. Um, and then to kind of synergize the two of them together um, is holy basil or tulsi, which is known as a tridoshic adaptogen. Um, so it essentially, uh, an, it's an Ayurvedic herb. Both tulsi and ashwagandha are coming from Ayurveda here. And um, tridoshic means it's, it's fitting for all three doshas or all three body types. And so if you're pulling um, adaptogens or herbs that, um, you know, you perhaps haven't had a relationship with before, like these reishi and ashwagandha we're bringing in, Tulsi is a really good way to um, match the energetics. I think we talked a little bit about energetics last week um, so that they work as effectively as possible in your body. And these are all three, they have a similar uh, a type of act- activity where they are short-term, uh, it's actually really like you, short-term uh, <laughs> supporting that rest for the long-term increase in energy right? They're not pushy. They're not going to mask symptoms or really trying to meet you where you're at so that you can get deeper rest with the support of these adaptogens and then see how your readiness score, I mean, that's going to be your short-term metric, uh, begins to improve after, again, it's not about just taking a ton of these at once and feeling the effect. They work cumulatively, this is one of the, the key things with adaptogens. You know, that bio-individuality piece, working with your body to deliver you unique needs and then the cumulative long-term effect. So the consistency here is really going to be uh, the name of the game. Okay. And when we stack adaptogens together, we can uh, have a slightly lower dose of each than we would if we were to take one on its own. Um, so a starting like effective dose, um, if I were to have you take each of these on their own would be 500 milligrams. Um, have you ever worked with reishi, tulsi or ashwagandha? Um, I have consumed them all probably in much, much smaller amounts like, uh, holy basil tea and reishi and, you know, some of your products and, I, I haven't ever taken them at, at higher doses. So I've experienced them all, but yep. in, in things like teas and things where you're getting pretty small doses. Cool. Okay. So in this case, they're really fitting for the state of your body right now. And knowing you haven't taken them, I'm going to start you at like a, not the lowest dose, not the highest. I feel like uh, somewhere around a thousand milligrams a day of the combination is going to be the sweet spot. And then in two weeks, when we talk again, we can increase or decrease as well as with everything in your protocol, you know, take things away, add more things. Um, But a nation, I want this formula to be, I'm like, how do I do this over the phone when I'm not going to, not going to make this formula for you. I'm like, I want it to be a little more ratio for but um, yeah, it's interesting. I guess the, the other thing that I will ask you right now is, 
Uh, I always tell my clients the medicine doesn't work if you don't take it. And what that means is I can, you know, suggest really fitting uh, a formula for what you're going through. And yet the format is probably the most important. And so with, with most of these ingredients, you can take them in, um, get them in like raw bulk form, make a decoction or a tea out of them yourself. You know, if that sounds like a activity of like, yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll address that. I am horrible at taking anything supplement. I mean, I, I do Uh it when I test things. But, you know, I'll, I'll be really strict while I'm testing something the minute I get my results then. And even if it's something that I look at and go, oh, yeah, that should help me. I'm just really bad at taking yeah. supplements. I'm horrible at it. What I have found yeah. is and I do much better like a- if I take my yeah. supplements in some sort of a drink. Like in my coffee in the morning, I put in my light balance, my vitamin D, and sometimes some collagen. So that's done. That's easy. I do it every day. Uh, I do take a product called Cardio Miracle, uh, and it's a powder, and you mix it in water, and you take it as a drink. So, you know, when I go out in the garden, I'll mix up a big, you know, cooler full of that and take it out and sip on it the whole day when I'm out there. So I do much better with supplements if I can make some sort of a beverage out of them. Okay. So... I have a suggestion, and it's not perfect of what I would like. I'm so torn here. Maybe you can, <laughs> we can try to walk through this together. Okay. You know, I, I want to give you, I think a powdered, uh, a powder would be the best thing then so that you take it in more of a drink. You can add it, a powder into your coffee, keep it right next to your coffee pot, whatever else you drink in the morning. So there's not going to be any pills involved in this. We'll make sure it's in more of a food format. Okay. Um, do you think you would, you would consume something like that if it was in a powder? Yeah, I would. Uh, and one of the things that, you know, I was kind of just figuring I was going to do was uh, during this time, during the protocol, I'm just going to drop the coffee and I've got, uh, I think I told you about this the other day. It comes from, no, I thought it came from Mount Rose Herbs, but it didn't. Remember I told you about a, a coffee substitute? No, I can't remember the name of it. Was it, there's a lot out there. Was it um, at, made of it, was it like out of the dandelion root? Yeah, it had dandelion root in it. Um, you actually knew the company. When I was, meant, it was Dandy Blend? No, no, that wasn't it. I, I mentioned it and thought that it came from Mountain Rose Herbs. And, oh, Rasa. That's what it was, Rasa. Rasa. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to, I went to herb school with this co-founder. Oh, really? Okay. So if I could just put the powders into that, then absolutely, that would be easy. I'm not going to recommend Rasa right now. You can, of course, do what you want to see. No, no, no. A Rasa full of which is wonderful, but they're different adaptogens than the ones that I'm going to be suggesting today. Got it. Okay. Some of the adaptogens in Rasa much more on the stimulus. So it is a coffee alternative made of adaptogens. So there's a strong dose of adaptogenic herbs and fungi. And some are much more stimulating to give you the, uh, the feeling, you know, to, to keep replace up, the like, caffeine oh, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. To replace the caffeine. 
I would, I love the idea of weaning off of the coffee, but instead of just replacing it with other kind of hard hitter adaptogens, I would wait on some of the adaptogens in their blend until, you know, maybe two to four weeks of using more of the gentle nourishing adaptogens okay. to really calm your system when you're overstimulated. That, that's actually, it can actually mask. So if you start taking something like uh, a blend that has stronger adaptogens in it, it can mask underlying symptoms. You can be like, wow, Got I feel it. so good. Uh, okay. And you might be cooling off of that for, for several weeks or several months, but you're not actually restoring your system and giving your, your body the sleep that it needs. So nothing wrong with these, but I just would hold off for per- now. Perfect. Let's wait and get more of the recognition ones for like at least two to six weeks and then can start to build some of those like stronger heavy hitter adaptions found in, in some of these coffee alternative products. Got it. Okay. That sounds, that makes sense. That's why I'm working with you. And, and if you do want to wean the coffee, amazing. Um, moving towards like a half calf or a decaf you, could be a really awesome way to keep that habit. You know, and then add some of the, I've yeah. got a really good organic, you know, really high quality, total decaf, which I can switch to. The, the caffeine has very little impact on me. I mean, I can wake up and be functional without caffeine. I love coffee in the morning and a little bit of caffeine, you know, it's a nice little bump, but I can easily just switch to decaf. Yeah. We make a great decaf. We can send you. Oh, good. Good. That'd be awesome. I have yeah. a quick question, guys. Sure. Yeah. Jump in. All right. So so I have a question for Danielle. So when you're recommending these adaptogens, is it based off of Kevin's dosha or constitution, or is it a mix of kind of different, um, kind of like a blend to balance each other out? Like, how does that typically, like, how do you choose the ones that you're recommending? Yeah, great question. So for uh, individual formulation, um, a great way to begin is like, okay, what is Kevin dealing with? What are the the main um like, what is he presenting with? What are we trying to get to the bottom of? Typically, it's like, you look at what's, what's the root? So how can I get to not even what's being said, but what's not being said? So he's like, okay, I want deeper, or I want to sleep more because I want to keep doing as much as I can. So instead of sedating him, which is not going to get to the root, it's how can we replenish his system, nourish his body as much as possible, give his system the ingredients it needs to better deal with cortisol so that he can naturally fall asleep easier at night and get that rest to wake up with the energy he wants. So I guess part one is like, okay, what are these symptoms we're, we're experiencing? Where could they be coming from? And what's the best starting place to, to address those from the root where we think it might be coming from? Step two is looking at his body type. I'm not creating uh, an individual formula for you, Kevin. I'm recommending herbs because we're doing this over the phone and I'm not, you know, tinkering my apothecary and dose of X, Y, or Z, which I would typically do. So step two would really be like understanding the depth of the constitution and either uh, choosing herbs that are really aligned with, that aren't going to aggravate your constitution or 
formulating with ingredients that will balance the formula enough so that mm. it is basically, um, I'm like, so that your, your system can work with those herbs and not be pushed in one direction or another. This is, for example, why I'm bringing Tulsi in. It's almost like mm. a harmonizing this tridoshic because I'm not choosing, you know, I, I, and all of these, you know, I'm not using um, herbs that are super cold or super warming or super drying. I'm trying to be like somewhat neutral with all of these because mm -hmm. uh, this is basically more of a, a generic formula as opposed to like really, really tailored to that, that body type. Um, okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. I was so, just—I was wondering because when I read through the book, which is amazing, by the way, I got a copy of it last week and just dove straight in. And um, I just noticed that you know, part of your recommending if people are figuring this out for themselves is figure out what your constitution is, and then from there, you know, you kind of select the ones that could kind of balance you out better. Is that did I understand that correctly? Yeah, that's actually, yay. <laughs> um, first of all, thanks for, thanks for grabbing the book. And to, um, yeah, once we understand our constitution, it opens us up to choosing, choosing um, any sort of species, whether it's an adaptogen or another herbal ingredient, based on what would synergize best with our body, as opposed to being really stuck on one benefit of that herb. You know, so... Mm. so the point, so many of our herbs, but especially adaptogens, have multiple benefits, right? And so if we say, I really want stress support, well, you could choose any of the 21 that I mentioned in the book, but really any of the 30 adaptogens out there. But how, when, when they really start to work with our body is when we get one step deeper below the surface and say, okay, well, well what, is, what is your energetic constitution of your body? And choosing uh, either a single herb or we, this is where it begins to get really fun where we begin to play and say, hey, like I really want the benefits of Tulsi. Tulsi is a mint, so it's slightly dry. You know, it's actually an interesting one why it's tridoshic. It can be warming or cooling based on the, the way it's prepared. Um, mm. and, and yet, so, but we can start to say, okay, I want the stress support and these are maybe five, if not 10 different species that can meet what I'm needing, but which one is energetically most aligned to, to my body? What's not going to push me over the edge? And that mm -hmm. means like if you're already a warm constitution, don't choose a really warming herb, even if the, the anecdotal evidence or the clinical um, data says what the benefit is. Sorry, another call came in the line. Um, so, yeah, does that make sense? Yes. Does the Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. It does. I like, I like that there are two different ways to kind of, you know, kind of work with it. You can either use something to balance your constitution or like you're doing for this, for this particular situation. You're, you know, they kind of balance each other out. So you're not really focusing on his constitution yet because yep. you're just trying to support him as a whole. If that, if, I think that's what you're kind of. <laughs> yeah and and honestly uh, so much of assessing a constitution is seeing a person <laughs> a lot of it yeah. being with them 
them, but uh, more so it's Zoom. This is the first time I've ever done just a voice. And so there's mm. so many clues that I pick up on, on the, the amount of heat in someone's face. The, mm-hmm. uh, the, their tongue is something I always look at, tongue diagnosis. Um, looking at someone's pulse, you can read, um, this is an Ayurvedic technique, but you can read, uh, you know, a, a different strength of our doshas. So how, how strong our fire energy is, how strong our earth energy is, how strong our air energy is through diff- three different points in our pulse. So without um, kind of seeing you, Kevin, or, or being with you in person, we are, we're doing this a little differently than I frankly have ever done. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. And this is why, yeah, this is why, and I'm, yeah, I'm so glad you asked this, Lawrence. There is less of a um, really tailored formula than I'm, I'm used to doing. Um, and that's because mm-hmm. we're kind of, also my first intake with people are usually two and a half hours of just, you know, their whole medical history, their family history, their social and emotional history, like so much more. So we're kind of doing a, um, not super surface, but much more surface than the like really direct tailored approach that, that I would typically do with a client. Gotcha. So, and so with that, one other thing thing we're choosing in here with, yeah, please. Um, turns out holy basil is a perennial. So I think I have a new plant for my garden. I just ordered some seeds. Yay! Yeah, I have a. I'll put it into my. I have a tea garden. I'll put it into my tea garden. Amazing! Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I think so the only thing I have access to is the turkey tail. I see them everywhere. I actually have one on my desk because I think they're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are wonderful. Got to start decocting them and making a tea. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure that out because, I, I mean, I, I've always, as a little girl, I would collect little pieces of plants and pretend I was making little brews. And <laughs> I think that's what, you know, really kind of pushed me towards the, the you know, the nutrition path. But this is so much cooler because now I get to play around with, you know, with real adaptogens. Yeah. So it's very exciting for me. It's so fun. Um, Kevin, I'm kind of racking my brain on how to get you, uh, uh, like around a thousand milligrams of these adaptogens to start. And my only, my best option right now is, um, at four sig, we make it, it's a reishi elixir. It has both reishi and tulsi in it. It doesn't have ashwagandha in it. Okay. Um, the reishi is at 1800 milligrams per serving, which is a, li- a bit higher than I was recommending starting, but it's kind of the best we can do unless you want to order um, like a separate ashwagandha powder and like put them both in. I just, if you're horrible at taking things, uh, like we got to make this easier or none of it's going to work. You know, I don't mind. So, So for me, when it comes to supplements, the work part of it isn't the problem. You know, if I know that it's going to take you an hour to go blend all this stuff up and then you'll be good for a couple of days or a week or whatever, I'll go do that. It's mm-hmm. the, and, and okay. if I knew that, you know, for the next two weeks, I have to take three pills, you know, three times a day for two weeks, I can force myself to do it. 
if it goes much beyond that, I'll start forgetting and I'll miss a day or two here or there. So I, I don't mind the work. I don't mind, you know, going and finding a product. I, I always in the kitchen, I play with food and all kinds of things. So I, I don't mind that. And, and that doesn't bother me at all. It's just that daily. I just, I get busy with other stuff and then I forget it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, yeah, I mean, to be compliant here, like ideally you're taking this for more than two weeks. So I'm thinking we just start with the ratio elixir, which is going to hit the ratio in the Tulsi. Okay. And then if, depending, you're doing in two weeks if you want to add the ashwagandha in which you might be happy to hear ashwagandha is the most um kind of mellow of the three okay um and so given your kind of overall goals and lifestyle you might drive more with just a ratio and tulsi combination um and i think that's going to be the easiest compliance wise for you to use consistently we sell them in our boxes with the, with the packet. Um, and so doing one of those a day and you can either do it. I mean, typically people like to say, take ratio at night. You don't have to take ratio. Now you take ratio first thing in the morning. You could take it. When are you taking your magnesium that breaks between night and day? Uh, I'm taking magnesium around six o'clock in the evening. Okay. But you are drinking a, a, some sort of warm beverage in the morning. Yes, coffee. Yeah, coffee still. And, uh, and okay. the only so, switch, I am going to so, switch to your, um, your decaf, but that's it. Okay, so I would actually add one packet of reishi elixir, which is going to be 1,500 milligrams of reishi, Tulsi. It also has, just so you're fully aware of the full formula, it has a little bit of rose hips in it. Um, which is really high in vitamin C and it helps your body utilize the compounds in the reishi mushroom, kind of like a black pepper turmeric combination. So it has mm. rose hips in there and then it has um, just a sealed mint as well. And that really helps with the, the flavor and the cooling really of the energetics of it. So it's, it's a formula with those four ingredients in it, really reishi forward, which is what I wanted you to really get into. Okay. Um, and you can add that into your coffee every morning. I think if you have this adaptogenic coffee in the morning and then you keep with your magnesium, that's going to be the most effective long-term solution for at least the next couple weeks. I'm thinking of we're like refilling your cells right now. Got it. Well, that's easy. Do we we stock the elixirs? I know I've seen them and I know I've I've had them. I've got stuff all around, but I don't know if we carry it in the store or not. I don't know. Uh, much more. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah they're 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 not as uh, popular. I would say more, uh, from like a they're they're bitter. You know, it's more of like they're my favorite product because they're really the strong function mm-hmm. forward. We don't met, you know we're not adding anything to make them taste good, and it's like no, this is like. This is your full dose of your reishi right here. Got it. Okay. I love that though. Then you can add it to things that you already make, like your coffee, Kevin, and you can enjoy your normal coffee, but yeah, it'll have a slightly bitter flavor. But Danielle, don't you have to taste, you want to taste that bitter flavor because then it's sending those signals to your body that, to, you know, to really receive them. Isn't that correct? 
Exactly. Yeah. The, the, and all herbal medicine traditions, it's believed the medicine starts in your mouth. So the moment we taste this bitter flavor, for example, that's so common with our functional mushrooms, there's a systemic mm-hmm. response where the body is, is, is picking up on that bitter, like bitter for each flavor has a different response in the body, but bitter we know has a strong association with detoxification, hepatic, mm-hmm. like a liver health, um, and so, yeah, having that bitter flavor on the tongue and in the taste buds is the first step to that medicine working in the body. It's so important. And we don't get that when it's hidden through a capsule. So true. And, and you know, for our listeners who we talk about, you know, supporting fat digestion and whatnot, it's that bitter component when you use, you know, digestive bitters in your mouth right before you eat that really gets your you know, your fluids going, your digestive fluids going and, and for them to understand the connection between getting those digestive fluids going, it's really, and the detoxification, the detoxification aspect is that it is the, your liver creating the bile that's then going to carry toxins out. Correct. Very cool. All right. Yeah. Um, so, Kevin, your I, coffee might taste a little bit bitter, but no, it's so important. <laughs> I, I actually like bitter. Yeah, bitter doesn't bother me at all. Um, so that that's not a problem. Um, I You had mentioned earlier that you have a decaf. Can I get that in the store? We do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's really important we use, um, it's called Swiss water decaf. It's uh, the only patented um it's like a third-party company that does this Swiss water process, but there's no chemicals used in taking the caffeine out of the beans. So when the beans are still green, um, they've created this uh, method just using water, time, and temperature um, to take 99.9% of the caffeine out of the beans, and then it gets roasted. Um, so it's pretty cool. There's no chemicals, and it still has that full, bold coffee flavor, um, which a lot of people are about when they, they switch to a decaf because uh, there's chemical that often happens post-roasting, not pre-roasting. Yeah. So I'm on your website, mm-hmm. and I did find um, the ground coffee. It's labeled Chill. Is that the one I'm looking for? It has reishi and chaga in it. <laughs> you asked the one. Does it sound like you're going to start chilling? <laughs> <laughs> so... Given what's the I'm looking up here. Yeah. <laughs> so this is how many milligrams of reishi in the coffee itself already? Um, it's a small amount. So it's okay. a combination of reishi and chaga. Okay. Um, and it's you know mostly coffee, so it's uh, still that organic arabica real coffee that's been decaffeinated. There's 500 milligrams total of the reishi and chaga combination in there. Okay. Um, so you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're definitely going to be getting a, starting with a stronger dose. Um, but that's what we're going with. It's okay. Yeah. Good. If I had a good, I'd probably do a less than you than that, but we're going to go all in for two weeks and see how you feel. And then, you know, can always switch to like half a packet or yeah. Okay. kind of just, Make it work for you. Got it. All right. So yeah, I have them both ordered. Heck yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see how how you start feeling with these on board. Give give yourself time. Consistency is key. Um, that magnesium is is so important to keep up with. 
And in these chill down times, see if you want to uh, start poking around at what these flower essences are all about. Yeah, where should I start with that? It, 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 do you think there's one I should be adding now, or is that something that should come later? Or? Um, so the best place to start, Bach, B-A-C-H, is kind of the father of flower essence medicine. He's from England, um, and he has a, a great website. I think it's just bachfloweressences.com. I'm making sure right now. Uh, and they're so... They're very personal. Again, this is a energetic, emotional, kind of spiritual type thing. So based on our, our conversation last time, I suggested three, but I do want you to to read about them yourself and see which one resonates most. Okay. Um, the thing with these essences is there's not a there's not a downside to them. So if it if it aligns with what you're dealing with, you can get a benefit. But again, this is energetic medicine. So it's not um, there's not a downside, which makes it really fun. Yeah. Okay. How do you use them? How do you use them? Yeah. Do you ingest them or? Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is so wild, but it's so cool. Um, okay. So brief, did I tell you what they are last week? I don't think so. I don't. Okay. So plants are carry energy, right? Just like we all do. And flowers are thought to be the, the, um, the most vital expression of that plant life. And so what you do when you make a flower essence is you go out to that area that, it's, that flower is growing, or you could do this with mushrooms and other species as well. You can't actually touch the species. So you sterilize everything in brandy is the, is the technique. You cut it and you put it in a, a glass bowl full of spring water from 12 to 4. So you put it out in the sunlight. And this is when the energy of that flower is captured in the spring water. Okay, so you come back after four hours, you have to keep that bowl near the plant. So it's in that kind of energy field of the plant and it gets captured in the water. You come back and the flower has definitely lost its vitality. It's been wilting at that point. And you dilute that spring water in 50% brandy, 50% of that, we call it like the mother, um, the mother water. And then you actually dilute it two more times to then create your, your dosage bottle. And you could use it internally or topically. So there's flower essence practitioners that will just put the essences topically on different areas of the body and find it works that way. Um, Box Rescue Remedy is probably the most common essence out there. And there's five flowers that make up that formula. And I'll put those on my wrist or, you know, people in, in really acute stress like car accidents can drop it really anywhere on their body, whether it's internal or, or topical. Um, and experience a pretty pretty instant relief. And the idea with them is our bodies are, are majority water. And when we take these essences, so the kind of gold standard way to take them is four drops four times a day, whether that's on your tongue or somewhere on your body. I typically recommend on your tongue or in a glass of water, but four drops four times a day. And you're, we all have you know an energy of our body that's mostly water. And we are reprogramming that that energy field. So we're programming it with the essence of these different flowers. And I can, I understand this sounds so absurd and <laughs> witchy and weird. I, and I will tell you, it's like the, the magic that's still alive in, in the world of herbal medicine. And I have tried formulas that are so 
specifically uh, relevant for a for an individual's body. And it's not until a flower essence is on, on board that they start experiencing relief. And I, I just we can't really explain it. It's it's <laughs> weird, and, you know. Yeah, you, science, but it's incredible. You know what's interesting about this? <laughs> there was a time that. <laughs> The minute this kind of stuff would have come up, I would have just shut down. I would have been like, oh, no way. I'm yeah. I, I'm not that way anymore. I'm wide open to this kind of stuff now because I've seen things like this that actually work. We can't necessarily explain it, but so I, I'm wide open to this kind of stuff. To me, it's it, it, it so comes do down to results. One, yeah, exactly. I agree. Like, just see how it works. Right. There's. That's it. Try it. See how it works. There we go. Um, Kevin, I'm going to say bachremedies.com. So B-A-C-H remedies.com. And you can explore through this website here and they can actually help you find, um, you know, essences that might be applicable for for your system at this time. Got it. Okay. But but I did recommend. You just choose one. You just choose one Mm -hmm. that kind of speaks to you that you're drawn to. There's full flower essence practitioners, so you know, it, like, okay, you can just like herbalism can be like, okay, this is the one. But unlike mm-hmm. other herbal medicine, whether it's a tincture or powder or a tea, there's really no downside to taking a an essence. Um, I think they have, yeah, I'm looking at their site right now. You know, there's ways that you can say, hey, I'm really looking for they kind of have seven different categories. So it's like facing your fears, really stuck in a, in a fearful situation. Maybe you choose um, the, the Aspen flower, which is about, you know, regaining uh, that confidence and finding that inner peace. If you're, um, you know, they all, they all have a different, just like, just like the full constituents of the medicine, they have a different reaction in the body. Mm, Very cool. I'm gonna look into this. <laughs> it's fascinating. I mean, I'm I I gotta stop myself sometimes. I'm like, this uh, you, people are gonna think you're crazy and you're a witch, and <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> and like let's, let's try it. And if it works, like, oh, wow, right? That's that's just what it comes down to. If it doesn't work, we wouldn't talk about it. I have no uh, no attachment to Bach and these essences. I just want you to start sleeping and feeling better. <laughs> like, there you go. Hey. <laughs> Danielle, I, I know it may be an odd question, but the natural health world, world is fairly small. Do you know uh, Paul Check? I don't know Paul Check. Okay. Um, and the yeah. reason I bring up Paul Check, he has, I, I don't even remember. I'd have to go back and look at it all. I have his book here somewhere, and he's been on the show with us in the past. He, he, um, and I don't even know the right words, like, I don't think it's certified, but he has worked with, and I now think he is considered a shaman. Uh, he's worked with the Native American tribes, and he's been doing this forever. So he gets into some pretty out there kind of stuff. I mean, when we had him on yeah. the show, it was, yeah. yeah, it was pretty out there, but the the guy's pretty incredible. I mean, he, he works with, I think, if I remember right, I think he's even licensed to use, like, um, the... Um, the next level of mushrooms. Yeah. Psilocybin mushrooms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's so yeah. he was a, 
you know, we got to get him back on the show. He was a really interesting guy, but he was one of those that he's pretty out there on a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I'm checking out his website right now. He seems awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty incredible guy. He's been doing this a long time. I'm surprised he's not more well-known really. Yeah. Well, as we begin to, uh, be get, become more open to alternative ways of looking at our health, perhaps people like him will, will yeah. rise to the surface. Exactly. Yeah. So you said you had some recommendations for me, right? Uh, yes. Okay. But really, we're, we're, I mean, the big thing is, is now we're bringing adaptogens on board. Um, and so, I mean, it depends how much you want to add to your protocol. Oh, well, I, I, um, I'd, I'd like you to. I'm totally up to you. I yeah. mean, I, if, if it would help now, I'll do it. I mean, it's not too much. I don't feel overwhelmed by any of this. But I, I also know, you know, I'm the one that wants to get in there and do it. So I don't want to overdo it. So I didn't know on the flower essences if there was, you know, something specific I should be adding right mm-hmm. now. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. The the um, Hold on, I'm going to pull up your protocol here uh, with these essences. I did recommend them last week, but I, I recommended three and wanted you to take a look at both. So the three I recommended were olive, lart, or rock water, and not knowing a ton about your emotional state, um, I just had a intuition that olive would be the most suited. So olive one, larch is a second option. Um, and then I, I have this link here and I can send it to you again for you to go through and read a, a little bit further about them um, because this is, this is really individual. And we, you know, I'm not going to ask you questions on the air about uh, how, to, how to really hone in on which one would be most appropriate right now. Got but I think okay. you'll get a sense in body to hear to listen and say okay which one of these sounds sounds appropriate got it okay so i'm looking at the olive right now on the website um well that sounds like that one would be interesting yeah that kind of fits me i think (laughs) i think you hit that one um pretty well and i think you said rock water too right the second was larch. Larch, okay. Let me find that one. Okay. Interesting. You know, it's it's funny that you picked that one. Um, most mm-hmm. people that you know have been around me or I've worked with or you know think that I'm probably this super confident that you know I think that's kind of the way I come across in the world, and I'm really not. You know, in a lot of ways, it's the opposite. Mm. I'm always doubting whether or not I can do something. Once I get started, then yeah. then I'm, you know, then I'm fine. But when it's something brand new, mm-hmm. I, I tend to, and I do a lot of stuff, you know, I'm trying a new sport, but I, I tend to hold back a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense that's, for someone that's so uh, out there. It is often, yeah, it it can be challenging. It's like, okay, who am I when I'm not on the air? And, and what is this? Yeah. Where, where's my, my inner, my inner sense and guidance. And really Larch is just encouraging kind of the, the positive potential within us. So it's like you have 
so many ideas and so much that you you share and give to the world and your garden and and family life and so it's really how can how can this help to to hone in on the things that are pushing you towards a positive direction and get really clear on on doing more of those things and less of the things that um, maybe aren't fueling you. So uh, looking at the rock water now, I got to say, uh, I think you picked three that um, really strike pretty close to home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think right you, on. you nailed um, that. Yeah. So you can, you can start with one or three or whatever, have them around, you know, it's a really low dose or it's more like homeopathic medicine in this way where the smaller the dose more consistently, the, the better you'll, you'll find results. So yeah, I'll leave that up to you. I do think, and I'll write this all down, but you're doing a lot already in the next two weeks. You're going to be switching from caffeine to a decaf. You're going to be adding a, a reishi and tulsi into your daily routine, potentially bringing a, a flower essence on board. So again, uh, I'm not going to overdo it because we want to make sure you can maintain the suggestions we lay out there. Good. Good. Okay. Well, this is exciting. Lauren, do you have anything else? Yeah. I'm just so excited, but I thought it was really interesting and something to kind of circle back on. Now, the key takeaway from what I've gathered is that you're overdoing it, Kevin. You <laughs> are, you know, it, 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 which is it's very typical of people who are working on their health and are very health conscious, whether it be biohacking or um, drastic diet changes, like, you know, going vegan. For a lot of people that did go vegan, like, those are some drastic things. So, it's not super surprising that you would be going so hard, but I feel like the last thing you thought was you needed to, to take it down because you feel as though you have so much in you to keep going and you want to keep going. You want to go harder. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it was kind of an eye opener that I thought I was managing that and I'm not, not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. Yeah. There's a lot to work on. It's exciting. Well, you know, it, it. I was getting to the point on sleep, Danielle, that I had read everything kind of directly relating to sleep. You know, all the sleep hygiene and, you know, cortisol levels and all those things. And I, I'm like kind of out of stuff to read. And it was starting to get discouraged. Right. Like, I, I'm like, wait a minute. If there's nothing else to, to read, if there's nothing else to try... Am I just stuck with this? It, so now there's there's no. there's some hope here. Some things I've never, there's you know. So and you can go read everything out on the market about sleep, and you're not going to come across any of this stuff we're working on right now. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're going this route. We're not talking about monitoring the temperature of your room and blackout shades and, yeah, you know, I, exposing your eyes. Describe doesn't work, which is why we're, we're having the conversation we're having Yeah, about flower essences. Like why not lean in this direction? You've tried some of the more generic. We've got to do, we got to find the thing that works. So um, we're coming at it from a unique angle that isn't going, they're not going to tell you to take rock water to encourage and Right. And they sleep books. <laughs> right. No, they'll they'll swear a little yeah. melatonin will do it, but 
that does nothing. Um, so also, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm excited to see what happens in the next two weeks. Please keep up with your magnesium. I'm going to um, write out some of these things we talked about today, and just be okay with doing less. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> well, so, you know, wi- winter time. Winter time is coming. That helps me. Yeah, days get shorter. There's like, you know, I'm not going to be out on the water a lot. Although if we get a good wind day in December, I'm probably going to still go out there. We just don't get many good I, wind days I, in the winter. So, um, yeah, I, the goal is for, for when that, when that wind day comes that you get to get out there every time and not but worry not, about it. Right. It's not depleting. Right. And not saying, Oh, that means I'm not going to have sleep tonight. Yeah. Right. We're like refilling and rebuilding the foundation you can do all those things. I never want to take your, you know, spontaneous wind days away from you. I want to encourage those for decades to come. That's right. Being yeah. clear on that. Yeah. No, I, I think it's good timing. I mean, I, I know summer times are a challenge for me. Um, so when things really start to slow down here, I think it's, it's good timing for me to be doing all this. Yeah, right on. Well, really happy to be chatting with you and excited to see how you continue to, to move and shift in the next couple of weeks. Well, thank you. I think uh, I can tell you, you did your homework and um, you really opened my eyes to a lot of things. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to chilling a little more for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> looking forward to talking to you soon and, and seeing how that all goes. Excellent. All right. Anybody have anything we want to close with? I think this was an awesome session. Thank both of you. Yes, it was great. Thank you, Danielle. Yeah, thank you both for having me. All right. We will talk again soon. Thanks. And as always, be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.